Welcome to another edition of Gain and Retain 365, where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs. Today we have a very distinguished guest. I will allow him to introduce himself. I'm Jacob Brown with J. Brown Auto Sales down in Prescott, Arkansas. Uh, my guy, glad to finally make it up here, man. Glad yeah. I'm going and link in. Yeah, yes, been sir. trying to make this official for a while, man. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we here. Yeah, we glad here. to have you, bro. For glad sure. To have for sure. You. Man, um, so JB, man, tell them, tell them what you do, man, and tell them how long, how long you been doing. Man, I started in November two thousand fourteen. Um, used car lot buy and sell used cars. Uh, that's what I do, man. Uh, yeah. You know, started like I said, two thousand fourteen, um, November, and um, been going hard ever since. Okay, so we, man, we officially eight eight years in this thing. Yeah, officially. Yeah, yeah officially. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up. Now, I was selling them before that, but it just wasn't official. You okay, know? okay, okay. But we'll get into that. For sure, for sure, man. So what, what, what geared you toward that, that industry, man? What, what sent you toward the used car market? Man, I think it was, you know, we had talked about it several times. Me and you had talked about yeah. it, too. Yeah, <laughs> we, we had a conversation about it, but what yeah. officially started me was uh, I'm, I was in the cars anyway, you know, uh, Growing up, we didn't have a lot, but my brother and my stepdad could work on cars. Yeah. So I was always around them. You know, I had probably four or five cars before I left high school, different ones, because we knew how to put motors in yeah. and stuff. But uh, what actually started me was a, a backup plan, you know, for my job. I didn't like them having that control over me. For so sure. if I was to lose my job, I wanted to know what I had going on next. And that's when I really dove in to yeah. start selling cars. I like that, bro. I'm going I'm to piggyback on what you said, man. You know, you didn't want your job having that much control over you. Right. And I know me and you done had this discussion before, but I heard a guy say that one income is too close to none, to zero. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. So if you got two sources of income, if one get cut off, yeah. you still got something going. You know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. 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 Use my job as a backup plan now, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, that's a backup plan yeah. right now. My job is, you know, it's kind of the side hustle now. Yeah, yeah for I like sure. It. I like that, bro. I like that. That's a man. That's a whole change in mindset, bro. I love that. Um, so, man, let's 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 tell the people, man. What was the what was the process as far as becoming an official used car dealer? What what's the process in the state of Arkansas? So, really, if you want to start a used dealership, you got to get your um, you got to go to DMV and you get the uh, application for a used car dealer application, and then after that, it's uh, you fill that out. And then you got to get your insurance. That's the that's gonna be your your biggest expense when starting out. Your insurance and your bond, and some insurance companies do it together. And um, if your credit not right, your bond might be a little higher. Cause you know mine was cheap when I started out, but I heard other people say how high they bond was. But I guess that might be based off credit or you know something like that. I'm guessing. And then um, you got to have a sign. Um, you know after you get your all that stuff in order, you got to find your location. You got to have an office, which can be a shed or whatever it may be. Some people use the camper. And then uh, you got to have a sign up. And um, now you can use your cell phone. You have your phone registered, like on Google. Okay. And then um, it's an application fee of uh, $250. You send that in and um, wait on the state trooper to come out and inspect your place. Okay. 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 So, man, with those steps right there, so you're saying that getting insured. That was probably the most strenuous part of it. Yeah, for me, when I first started, I think uh, with my insurance, I had to put 
probably seventeen hundred down, okay. and then monthly payments of whatever it's gonna be. So uh, they make you put a lump sum down because it's basically like they financing you for starting. They they you know they trusting you to go out there on the limb and insure you. You know what I mean? So, and I got like a garage coverage policy, which is um, they cover my building and each car on my lot. We're fully covered. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, as far as your location, man, do you have to have a commercial location, or is this something you can do out of a residential spot? Man, um, you can do it at a residential spot, but the zoning and all of that for the uh, for the city. Now, if you got somebody that complains on you, they can call in, hey, we don't want this over, but you have to send out letters to your uh, city and get them approved for the people around you. Okay. Now, can can some people do it at the house? Like, a lot of people in the country, like, ain't in city limits, they do it at their house, but... Uh, most of the time in the city, people gonna complain. That just how somebody complained on me when I first started, okay. and I had to move locations. Okay, okay. So pretty much depends on where you at, and right. Okay, okay, cool, man. So once you once you got all that out of the way, um, what was your process as far as buying buying these vehicles? Man, I, when I started out, I was buying from whoever, you know, uh, wherever. But uh, you know, a lot of people think they like to think, oh, you get that license, you can go to the auction, get a good deal, but Everybody at the auction know what them cars value at, so it's a little tougher at the auction than it is finding something from an individual. Sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes it be the other way around. But uh, now the auction real tough now, just the market. But um, how I really started was uh, I went to a public auction and um, Craigslist at the time. Craigslist was a good one for me, and I buy something there and then put it back on the market and um, you know. And my brother had a little piece of land over there, and I had three cars lined up over there. I remember, I remember, yeah. I remember yeah. the spot. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like yesterday, had yeah. them back there on that back fence row, yeah. Yeah. lined up. Yeah. I know you Just had about five, four, five, oh. Yeah, that's that's what started it. Yeah. I done bought a couple vehicles from Browns, I don't Yeah, and I, I kind of was, uh, you know, now I'm not, but at the time I was doing a little buy here, pay here, and yeah. you know, so. Yeah, there was some people that kind of ruined that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They did. Yeah, yeah. we ain't gonna speak on that. But, yeah, uh, but they did, and uh, so now I just you know I, that that worked for some people. I found the formula that works for me, and that's what I kept going forward with. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what worked for Tom, Dick, and Harry might not work for you. No, nah, they mm -hmm. not. They yeah. not. So, cause I mean, my setup completely different. I'm never there, you know, yeah. at all. So it's yeah. that's that's mine. Other people gotta be there. That's a bit. We're gonna circle back to that for sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you touch bases on the on the auctions, right? Right. So there are private auctions and public auctions, am I correct? Correct. correct. Okay. You go to both? Not no more. When I first started I was going to the public and the dealers auction and um and I mean every once in a while I go to like a state sale if they have some vehicles there, but not I don't I don't do that anymore. But uh now I just go to the uh dealer auctions and then I find some deals on um, you know, swap shops and marketplace and all of that. Okay. What's like? What's the pros to going to dealers' auctions versus the public? Um, well, I, now it ain't none. But at one time, you know, like the dealers' auction, uh, dealer auction for me, they had way more uh, to choose from, you know, and uh, better quality cars. Because you know, when I first went to the public auction, you know, first three I got into was uh, transmission problems, you know, and um, it's like, dang, this where they send all the ones that. They can't sell at the public auction. They try to send them to them. Okay. It's what I got out of it, but may not have been the case, but uh, I just seem like better quality cars at the dealer's auction from my experience. Okay, okay. 
And then I guess at the, at the dealer's auction, man, you don't really have to wrestle with so many individuals because it's, it's a limited amount of dealers. I mean, right. it's a lot of dealers, but right. versus and just public, people from the public walking in. Right, because like if I go to a estate sale and something that's valued at ten grand might sell for 13000 there, you know, not knowing the value, just I want it, I'm going to pay that for it. Right. The dealer's auction, you know, they not, they might overpay for something, but they're not going to pay way over what is actually retail value. They're they, they knowledgeable they got, about it. Right, they got to sell to some people. Now, there's some dealers say, I want that for myself, and they will pay, but most of the time they they know the value and be like, nah, it's a cutoff limit, you yeah. know, for sure. Okay, okay. So dealer's auctions, public auctions, and then I know you mentioned like Facebook Marketplace and stuff yep. like that. Yep. You find a lot of good deals on, on Marketplace? Man, I do. <clears throat> um, I used to find a lot of deals, but like I said, with the market we're in now, you know, the big dealerships, they got people that just hired to go out and search Marketplace and mm -hmm. find deals. So mm -hmm. now it's like the person who can find a deal the quickest is who get them if, if there's a deal, you know. Yeah. So you got to be on there and fast because, you know, I bought a truck the other day and they, while I'm test driving, they had 10 calls. Hey, the truck's still for sale, it's for sale, you know, and I'm like, I'm taking it, you know. Right, but right. I was quicker, you know, but yeah. that's sometimes just being quicker and able to go get it. Okay. So, man, so would you say this is a very competitive industry, man? Yeah, it's competitive right now, for sure. Um, it was a lot better when I first started. Like I said, I've been in, what, eight years? So what it is now, you know, when I first started, a $10,000 car was expensive. Now they 40000 you know, easily, 30000 So things have changed completely with yeah. the car market, for sure. So, man, what, what did you do in the beginning, man, to build your, build your reputation, man, build your clientele? Man, stay consistent and being honest. You know, I think a lot of times being honest would sell a car for me, especially a little small town I'm in, you know, Half the time, people don't even test drive when they come by. They just, you know, they, they build my reputation up. So tell them, hey, man, this is everything I know about it. And if there's a problem, you know, you can contact me and we'll work it out, you know. But yeah. this is everything I know about the car. So if you find something, it's going to be a surprise to both of us. Okay, okay. Definitely trustworthy. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Yeah, I like that, man. I like that. You know, people do business with those they know, like, and trust, man. So, for, for sure, for sure. Um, so I'm sure in this industry, man, you have a lot of repeat clients, repeat customers. I do. Yeah. I do, yeah. And um, those repeat customers are important for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you like to repeat customers. And then the people who uh, you take care of the people that refer somebody to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, such and such said, come holler at you. They buy some, you know. Give them a shout out, throw them some, you know. Right, right, right. Take care of them for sure. I got that, man. So you do some like uh, some little incentives for referrals. Yeah, yeah. If I know exactly where the car come from, whatever, I I shoot that person. I get in contact with them, shoot them some some money, you know. That's a good deal. That's a good deal, bro. So what forms of advertisement do you use? Um, man, um, I got some shirts made a while back, and um, I just gave them out to whoever wanted one. Um, you know, everybody was asking me the price, but I just handed them out to the public. Um, Facebook, I do a lot of Facebook ads, and uh, that man, that's really, that's really all I use is um, the Facebook and uh, the shirts and stuff. But once you start selling and stuff, and you start building your reputation, man, most of the time the car is gonna sell itself, you right, know. So right. that that works out good for me, and uh, and I still use a couple other sites. Uh, Eldo Ark and Craigslist too. I still throw some on there every once in a while, and okay. people travel to come there. Okay, okay. So man, how how important is it to uh, 
build relationships with other dealerships, especially the bigger dealerships? Man, it's real important for me. Um, not everybody else may not, you know, think the same way because they feel like they can do what they want to. But for me, you know, I wasn't scared to go in there. And, you know, when you go to the big dealership, you got the salesman come out there and they try and talk to you about your car. And I'm like, can you buy this? Well, let me go ask such and such, such and such. And I, well, let me talk to such and such. Right. So I go back to the GM and be like, hey, man, I'm interested in selling this car. I'm a wholesaler. Try to build a relationship with them and sell them good stuff now. They contact me most of the time, okay. you know, okay. so. The table turn. Yeah, the table yeah. turn. Like, hey, man, what, what you got? You got anything right, right, for right, us, right, you know? Right, and I'm right, like, right. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. And uh, that's why I tell a lot of people when they, if they complain about, oh, the price too high. Yeah. Man, I got an offer that's pretty close to what I need for yeah, it. Exactly. You know, so they, you know, sometimes they don't buy it, sometimes they will, so. Okay. But yeah, it's real important. Okay. To keep those relationships. Man, so what about staying staying knowledgeable about your products, man? Um, it's a lot of different cars out there, you know. You got cars, trucks, SUVs. You got to know a little bit about all of them, right? Yeah, you do. You do. As far as um, values, uh, what's good. What's, mm -hmm. And we, we communicate a lot um, at the auctions and stuff. And I you know, I learn a lot from other dealers as well. And I'm, I'm willing to listen. But they'll come up and say, hey, man, these cars right here, they bad about transmissions, you know, and I'd be like, okay, I, from this year to that year, all the transmissions had major problems. Not all of them, but they had a majority of problems with this year, you know, so right. keeping that in, you know, stored in your brain is big because you know, like, okay, check the transmission real good on this or just stay away from it, exactly. you know, so that's, that's big to know. And then these markets changing so much, you got to keep them values and they got different, um, Black Books, uh, NADA, and what the banks use, you got to keep up with that as well because you need to know what the bank alone out on one. Yeah. So that's important as well. So do you do you do any in-house financing? No, I don't None offer of that. it. No. But you can refer them to? I refer them to a couple banks. You know, I, of course, like to start with the local banks for sure, you know, but I got some other banks that, you know, work out with people, but I don't do any in-house no more. Okay. I, now, had, a, I had a subprime lender that I used that, um, uh, Man, it had an interest rate of 20-some percent, and I just wasn't comfortable using that. You know, I'd, I'd rather put somebody in a better situation than losing from the jump, I would say. Right, right. Yeah. Because there's some dealerships, man, that they can, they can get you financed, but that don't mean that you're going to make payments to them, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that's how, well, majority of them, I mean, some of them you can finance through that company, but it's still not going to be at that dealership. You still have to send it off or online to somebody. But uh, majority of them, when you go to the dealership, they got... 30 banks and stuff that they can run your credit through and try to get your finance. That's why after you leave a big dealership, a lot of time your credit drop immediately because yeah. they done shot your credit to 30 different banks. And they all ran it. Right. Yeah. And some of them denied and some, they're trying to find you the best deal, but right. some of them denied and then this, but you, you got your credit ran so much and it put a hard inquiry on your credit report. I got you. Yep. I got you. Man, so JB, let me ask you this, bro. Um, you know, starting out, man, you know, in any business, everybody has, you know, trials and tribulations, right? Sure. You got some hurdles you got to jump over. Um, what was something that really stood out to you when you first began this journey? Man, the, the biggest thing probably was, you know, the negative response. You know, I got more negative response about people. And it probably wasn't negative. It was just being judgmental. Man, you think you can uh, sell cars in a small town? You know, you think you're going to make any money in a small town? And even people that drove two hours away come yeah. in and they say something like, Man, you could probably make some good money, but you gotta get out of this town. 
kind of smile at him, like, right. you just drove two hours, bro. Right. <laughs> you know, right. so you came, and then, I won't say that, but, I, and then he kind of just hit him like, well, I drove down here for one, so, yeah. so it works out. But, you know, you you got a nigga response immediately, like, oh, man, you think you're going to be able to sell cars here? And then you got different people that just want to, it just seemed like they don't want to buy from you just because I gotta go get mine out of town. You know, yeah. you know, I go to Texas County, they got plenty of cars, they might find a better deal, you know, but that was the biggest probably hurdles, you know, there was and then um even matter of fact, even the first insurance guy I went to, you know, when I went to him, oh man, you know how much this is, you think you're gonna sell that many cars, you know, that you need this? So, no problem. Go down to somebody else that insured me, you right, know. Right, right, right. And they mind, they think they was doing you a favor, but really was kind of holding me up. Yeah, for real. Yeah, so. Yeah. But that was the main thing, just the negative. Um, and then probably how you handle uh, your customer service, brother, then, you know, where you grow up trying to handle situations versus how you handle it as a professional, you know. Things you see growing up, somebody owes you money, right, right, handle right. a different way, but you got a professional, hey man, listen, I need you to make this payment or exactly. all of that. So that was another issue. Okay. But that all that come with time, you know? Yeah, what that saying? came with time. Maturity, time, all that for sure. So that that worked out. But that's that's probably the biggest hurdles. And um the another one was probably, you know, you selling cars, you wanna be able to identify problems on cars and I ain't no mechanic by any means, but I can probably diagnose majority of the cars because I done dealt with this type of problem. Mm -hmm. I can hear a wheel bearing. Yeah, I yeah, can hear a motor ticking. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you why the AC probably ain't work. I, I done diagnose all of them, but no mechanic, but I can probably diagnose the problem. Right. And I'm not going to fix it, but yeah, yeah. I can go tell them what exactly. to fix, you know. Exactly. And then especially you're going to deal with certain cars like, you know, the Toyota might have this type of problem or the, right. the Ford might have this type of problem. You know, man, they, they known for that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure, so for before sure. before it even get there, you even have to plug your machine up or anything. you right. like, yeah, that's probably what's going on. Yeah, that's probably what's going on. Yeah, especially oh, it's got that motor in it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah. yeah, and then over time you you learn that like that's something I might want to fool with, but I'm definitely not fooling with that. Yeah, and for sure. And you can let it pass. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, save yeah. you a lot of money too, huh? It does. It yeah. does because yeah. you know, but you kind of know what kind of cars you want to buy. Sometimes you just going there, you looking for the the best deal, but the best car, but. Everybody looking for that too. True, know? true. Everybody, everybody looking for the Toyotas and all them reliable cars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Everybody is. So what about the losses, bro? That you that you took in the beginning, man? Because you know everybody got to take. You got to take some losses to win. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> took one not too long ago, uh, but they they come they come with it. You know, I took yeah. a loss to. You know, when I first started, I didn't know nobody. I went straight to the auction. I, I'm jumping in head first. Yeah. So um, I buy something off the screen. I don't I don't know what the screen means, you know. And uh, so I buy something. It's, it's real cheap. And I'm like, man, what, what, what's wrong? An auctioneer. Oh, it's going to be a good one. You get it fixed. I was like, what, what's wrong with right, it? Right, right, right. You know, and um, that's the downline. So that's the toe-in. They're not running. That's what the screen means? That's what the screen means. So okay. I go out here and check out what I got. They don't even have a motor in it, you know. Oh, for, my goodness. For, first car I buy, I'm just like, okay. Okay. Um, so I call like a... Um, you pull it, picker, whatever, one of them little companies. I think it was you pull at the time. Hey, I bought this. They come and buy it. Took a loss. First car took a loss, okay, you know. Okay. So then took it on the chin. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so then I start, you know, learning. But you, you, money management is important, especially in a business. But in car business, real important. You yeah. know, everybody um, had a different finances set up, however they buy cars. But I was good 
with money management before that, so that's yep, what yep. that would uh, worked out for me. Yeah. And um, but I was prepared. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I changed my whole lifestyle before I even went into the car business. But not not because I was going, just because I did anyway. I started looking at stuff different. Yeah. You know, I moved from a a nicer neighborhood to a house that was paid for because sure. I, you know, then I. Uh, I sold my personal ride whenever I did go in the car business. I remember that. Yeah, and I just paid myself that monthly. Yeah. So yeah. I made myself monthly payments. Yeah, so take notes what my boy's saying. So man, whenever I, whenever I did start, you know, having lost stuff, you know, I had money to cover that. I had a lot of credit for my business, but I also had money to cover the losses. Yeah. Which you know makes it a little give you a little more cushion. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. And you need that, man. Yeah, you do. Because it's yeah. easy to fall off in business, man. It is. And it when is. you still got personal expenses, they come every month. Yeah. Then yeah. you don't have time to invest in your business. Right. Your lights might get cut off. Right. Right. Or your, you know what I'm saying? The mortgage might not get paid. You know? Man, I I seen so many guys come in and um, they get the the floor plans, which you know I don't have one, but they come in and they buying up everything at the auction. The floor plan, whenever the you know they 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 call it floor, but the bank keep it tight and they give you. I ain't never had one, so I, this information could not be right. But um, they give I think thirty days every floor plan different. They give you so many days to sell it, then now you got to pay interest on it, and some of them want you to pay that car back. In That's 30 pressure. Days. That's yeah, pressure, man. Yeah. That's so I've seen people come and they buying up stuff. You know, I was like, dang, they tearing tearing the auction up. You know, and then six seven months later, they whole car lot coming through the auction. You know. They don't want under from right. the floor plan and stuff. So you got to be able to manage money and know what you're selling. You know, yeah. I, I started off selling two or three cars for I might have 10 on the lot and then look like I ain't got nothing the next day. But I'm OK with my lot looking empty. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Some people not. Yeah. But they, at the end of the day, you don't owe nobody. Right. No, nobody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, that brain pressure, man, when you obligated to pay this man. Yeah, you know, yeah for sure. Because he loans you X amount of dollars to get this merchandise. Yeah. And then he wants you to sell it in within, what, 30 days or yeah. 45, whatever the case may be. That's pressure, bro. That, that's I don't pressure. like to owe nobody. No, no, no. Me neither. Yeah. And uh, that's one thing about me. I was, you know, blessed with mine. Um, I started with a, a, a line of credit, but uh, now it's just, I find, whenever I buy, I finance myself now. But... You know, I started with line of credit, which line of credit was good as long as you can manage your money. Right. You know, because you got a line of credit and you sell something for 10000 and um, you keep all of it in your pocket and you making payments on line of credit instead of putting back what you loan and then keeping your profits, you can get yourself in some trouble. Right, right. right. Yeah. But like you said earlier, man, you had good money management before you even went into this. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Um, you know, I was, I was renting first from somebody. I mean, it might be off of the subject a little bit, but I was renting from somebody first. And um, they had, like I said, we'll go back to that control thing. And when I was renting from them, somebody else had control because they was renting from somebody. You know, I just had a little lot on front. And then uh, that's when I started looking whenever somebody, what well, the owner said something about me renting from the guy he rented to. He's like, hey, that wasn't part of our contract. So that's when I started venturing out looking for me a, mm -hmm. a spot. Straight up. Yeah. I know you probably remember. I do. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And, you was, uh, you was on the other end of 67. You, yeah. moved, you moved up some. Yeah. So, they was doing pain body down there, right? Right. Right. Yeah, I remember right. that. Yeah, they was. And, uh, so I, so I started he was kind of doing like a sub lease. With yeah. You, he was right? doing a sub lease with me. Yeah. And then the owner of the building didn't really, you know, at one point he made a comment to me like he didn't like it. So I was like, well, I don't want him to have no control over my business. So I went and, um, uh, start looking at things happen for a reason man you know um first place i looked out they only after that 
they um they didn't want to sell it. They just want to rent it. I'm like, no, nah, I done been through that. I'm trying to buy something. Straight up. I don't want to put all this money in something and then y'all say, I don't want you here and you gone. So the building that I'm in now just happened to come up for sale Like while I'm in the middle of looking. And uh, I shot them my offer on it and they took it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and hey man, can't stress that enough. Like yeah. the importance of ownership. Right. You know what right. I mean? Because you are the one to make the decisions, bro. Yeah, you, you, you know make the decisions. Yeah, and, you control your tomorrow. Right, right, for sure. And and even in that, you know, when you buy something, you still gotta answer to the bank. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. So I had a couple cars that was all my money, you know, and I sold them quick. So for my first payment due, I went to the bank. Hey, here, here you go. Pay my building off before my first payment was due. So now, <laughs> you was talking about relationships earlier. Yeah, yeah. I got a relationship with the bank now. Straight up. So if I call the bank, hey, I need this, hey, no problem. We want to write a check. And that's how I got into the house I'm in. Yeah. You know, just came around just like that. So, yeah. yeah. Man, so, and not to get too far off the subject, but it's still on the subject. Uh, like, the used car business kind of helped you trans transition into the real estate business as well, didn't it? It did. It did. It did. Because, uh. Like I said, I was building relationships with the bank, you know. But uh, everything, I mean, all, you got to build relationships with people, you know. They want to know who they're dealing with. And um, I, I had my house paid for that I was currently living in. I mean, it, it was home. It wasn't nothing spectacular, but it's a nice nice house, decent house, you right, know. Right. And um, I was dealing with the bank, and um, I told them I was looking to buy houses and cars from them at the time. And um, I think the house come available. It's like, hey, you interested in this house? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And that's the house I'm in, and then it also helped me buy a couple other ones, rent houses. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Are you still you still currently overseeing those rent houses? Yeah, yeah. I still, I still, um, I sold a couple of them, and um, I think I got got a couple of them left. Okay, I got two left. Yeah. Okay. How has that been for you, man? Uh, rental property. Yeah. Man, uh, rental rental property. You know, it's it's cool now. You got to have some good renters, you know. But uh, definitely something I enjoyed. Um, but now I think if my current renters leave, I might look into selling. I'm, I'm still debating on that. But um, at the time, I couldn't find workers, you know. You. But now I got a couple workers that's willing to work, so it ain't as bad. Now if I need something, I can call this guy, and he go over and knock it out. So it's a lot better now. So I probably might get might be looking to buy a couple more, actually. So what was it <clears throat> like since not having a reliable uh, you know, carpenter or whatever, Man. like the, the headache to come with having that responsibility? Yeah. Because, I mean, when your tenants call and they need something fixed, they don't want to hear that you don't have nobody to fix it. Right, right, right. That and ain't their problem. No, no, it ain't. It ain't. And Especially then, if they paying you on time. Right, right. So then you got to go through all these people and, oh, I can get over there. And they go start on doing something and then, mm -hmm. you know, leave mm -hmm. shortly. So it seemed like a lot of them like to hold you up on their job, get mm -hmm. your money, and then dip off, you know, much as they can. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Definitely an entrepreneur, bro. Multiple streams of income. And I've been knowing this guy for a minute, man. At one point, uh, JV had the cars going, and he was selling a video game. Were you selling a video game? Yeah, I sold some video games. Man. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I still do. I still buy and sell the vintage video games. I do. Okay. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. Hey. Not not so much more. I ain't sold none in a while, but I got a I got a whole bunch of them that I need to get back home. But I, I still buy them. I ain't sold many, but I buy them still. So yeah. yeah. Man, if it's profit in it, man, he he there for real. He's looking for the profit for real. I am. I am. Yeah. So. Man, so what's what's some of your dreams, goals, and aspirations, man, for your for your life moving forward, man? Man, um, 
I, I mean, I'm kind of content right now, but I do. I would like to, you know, I, I thought about, you know, I, I knocked the idea around of having like a, a Toyota dealership one day, you know. So that's kind of in the back of my mind. I kind of looked into it. Um, that's, I mean, I like Toyota cars. I know they, they sell themselves, yeah, and I kind of look into them, you know, just like Lexus. That's a Toyota. Yeah, you know, luxury Toyota, yeah, basically. Yeah, next so, level. So I kind of, I kind of would like to to do that, and I I looked into it, but I mean, that's further down the road type deal. For sure, for sure. What 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 would you what would you like to locate it at? Man, um, Can't we, that far. I, I wish it could be right there in our hometown, but I just you know, probably you just probably got to find the best location for it. You yeah, know, yeah. the sometimes the location is. Key yeah, to to real. where you put your put your business at. Yeah, because I mean it's one, it's only one in Texas County really. Okay. So I mean, another one probably wouldn't hurt, but it's only one right there off the highway in Texas County. But it's other, several other dealerships with only one Toyota there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Location, man, very important, man. For very sure. Important. For sure. Yeah. But looking at the demographics in the area too, you know, seeing if. If Toyota will do well in the area, but yeah, yeah. man, you got people coming two, three hours to buy a car. So right, 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 right. Yeah, they they do. The deal, if you can sell, if you can advertise the car right and had a price competitive, they gonna come to you. You right. know, and in the market right now, you know, the prices ain't competitive really, but they still, they ain't out there. The cars ain't out there. You know, the what what people want. So if you can get a hold of that, it's gonna sell itself right now. For sure, for sure, man. So how how have you been dealing with with this with this man the pandemic, bro? Cause I know once the pandemic hit, the price of uh, cars went went through the roof, right? Yeah, for sure. What I ain't had a problem selling cars, had a problem getting cars. Getting yeah, finding cars and all of that. I mean, I bought a couple trucks more than what somebody bought brand new, being a year old with more miles. So you just have to adjust to it. I mean, it's kind of scary saying that this guy bought this truck for, you know. 40,000 new and now it's worth 45,000, you know, and I got to sell it for this. Yeah. It, it seemed like, you know, that's unreal, but it happens, you know, so. But we're seeing used vehicles appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Never <laughs> never once before, you yeah. know, used to. Yeah. And I mean, used to you buy a car and they say you lost money as soon as you soon left the lot. lot. Yeah. yeah. Now you buy a brand new truck and hey, it's worth eight grand more than what you bought it for. It's crazy. It's unreal. And they doing it, you know. Yeah. They man, doing it. How much longer do you think this gonna last, man? I can't see it getting any better with really? with the way the market is. Not no time soon. I mean, I seem like it's too beneficial to folks. Yeah, but but I mean, the feds they went up on the interest rates. I thought that was gonna help bring the price of cars and houses down. Right. Yeah. They they say they say it's supposed to go down any day, but I can't see it. Yeah, not not at the the rate it's going at the sales and. How the public is, I, I can't see it. Yeah, People yeah. still buying stuff that's overpriced. Yeah, yeah. And if it's money to be made, they're gonna keep making. They're gonna keep making it. They I can't say I blame them. No, nah, you, you can't blame them. I mean, that's that's the what we that's the world we in right now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody sure. wanna make a profit, man. Yeah, for sure. Man, so let me ask you this, bro. What what encouraging words would you give anyone that's looking to start a business, regardless of what industry they're interested in? It could be cars, it could be food, it could be clothing. Whatever. What would you tell them? Stay consistent, stay professional, and grind. I mean, keep grinding. I've I've been dead tired. I can't make this up. 
said I, I was going to go home. I started probably 6 in the morning, didn't get home till almost 8. Dead tired, ready to call it a night, probably skip lunch, and finna get in the bed. And somebody called me, hey, I want to come look at this car. I'm jumping up. <laughs> and, and I ain't tired no more. For you know, real, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm on my way. And they might not even buy it, you right. know. But, hey, I'm on my way. Here I come. I got you. So yeah. it's just, hey, if you, if you grind, good things going to come. So that's that's what my advice would be, because if you work hard, it's gonna pay off. Eventually. But, but being honest with people and your customers, that goes and being just being a good person, man, it goes a long way. I, you know, I work over at the school as well, and I feel like people knowing me, knowing my character, I think yeah. that helped out a lot yeah. in the business, for, for sure. So just being a good person gonna help you out for sure. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Y'all take notes, man. Consistency, honesty, and just keep grinding, man. That's hey. That's that's the main thing for sure. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Man, hey, anything that you wanna wanna share with the with the viewers, man, before we sign off? Yeah, um, Jay Brown Auto Sales in Prescott, Arkansas. Address one thirty one West First Street North, and the phone number is five zero one two eight three two zero six one. And I tell people this all the time, even if you ain't buying a car from me, you need any type of car advice, I, I give that out all day long. True. If you um, say, hey, I'm thinking about buying this, even if it ain't from me, is this a pretty good deal or this a good car, give me a shout. I do that day in, day night for, for anybody. So that's what I do. True, true story, man. I get a lot of free consultations from this guy, man. I be like, hey, JB, man, it's 2013, Toyota, whatever. Is this a good deal? They want 13.5. He gonna be like, and you know, it booked for this, you know, it got this much life left in it. He gonna tell you the real. He gonna give you the real deal. Give me a shout, even if it ain't for me. I do it all the time. Yeah. I don't get offended for somebody buying somebody else. Just give me a shout. I, I don't mind helping anybody out. True story, man. For real, for real. Bro, what's your what's your social media, man? Uh J Brown Auto Sales on Facebook. Um, that's where I'm at. Got you, got you. Got an IG for the for the uh, No, nah, I, I ain't I ain't got an IG. Cool, cool. My cool. money to tap in with that. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Hey man. Y'all check my guy, man. You looking to buy buy a vehicle, man. He got you. Good, reliable automobile. Straight up. Yeah. Bro, we appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure. Yeah, my man. pleasure. Wish you the wish you the best on all your future endeavors, bro. Appreciate it. Wake up.